0: Sinner's Tippet Series is sponsored by Dr. René and Jack Nussbaum, for Shleim Chol Yisrael. In particular, we daven for Hanan Shmuel Lipa Ben Charnaleah, as well as in the merit of all those who are looking for their basher. We last left off, Avaraba can be Yotei birchas HaTorah, based on Atosus and Brachos. Shulchan records this, L'Halacha and person who, for whatever reason, omitted birchas HaTorah, when they recite Avaraba, it can take its place. And we asked, how does that work? Avaraba includes within it reference to many mitzvahs, several mitzvahs, not just the mitzvah of learning Torah. So, how can it possibly replace or fulfill the mitzvah of birchas torah? Moreover, when the Rambam records this, or rather when the Shachnauch records this, he says you have to learn right after davening in order for the avirabba to count retroactively as birchas torah. How does that work? So, he mentioned Pachad Yitzchak. Rav Huttner, quotes from the Gemara Megillah. Mevatan Torah for mitzvah. Why osag be mitzvah mitzvah? And we spoke about Hutner's principle that bitulo zeu kiyumo. The whole goal of learning Torah is on Lumar Ramanas Lasas. We're learning in order to perform. When there's a conflict between the two, we go and we practice. We perform what we learned. It's a tanai and a Talmud torah that express itself in the qiyam in the fulfillment of a mitzvah. In fact, the Rambam. When he says that a person interrupts learning in order to go to perform a mitzvah, when the Rambam records this in Hilchus Talmud Torah, the third parak, he says, and you return to your learning. The Rambam adds that in. Why is that important? And you return to your learning. So Rav Futner develops the notion that if when you leave your learning, what you're doing is a mitzvah, that is a fulfillment, it's an expression, it's an application of the learning, not an interruption of it, but rather the completion of it. Bitulo zeu kiyumo, interrupting the Torah learning is a form of fulfilling the very goal, the very essence, the very purpose of the Torah learning. And that's how Rafutnah explains why Avaraba can count as birchasa Torah. Ah, it has a reference to many mitzvos, not just the mitzvah of learning Torah. The answer is a Tanai in all Talmud Torah is kiyama mitzvos. So even the reference to the other mitzvos is in itself an extension of the concept of learning. And the fulfillment of learning. Number one, number two. Why did the Shacharar qualify and say it only can count as Berachas Torah if you in fact learn after davening? Because again, that's consistent with the Ramam's idea. When you learn after davening, then you are in fact, uh, then you are in fact uh, learning with a Tanai for the Kiim Amitzvos. You are fulfilling what you pledged and you promised to be able to do. So it doesn't work. Avaraba can't work as a Berachas Torah if you don't go back to learning. But if you learn after davening, then Avaraba with the mitzvos in it, are part of the Tanai and the kium of Talmud Torah. And it works in that manner. It works in that fashion. And that's why Pasukim, halach that if a person omitted birchas for whatever reason, Avarabah can count in its place. Now the Gemara and Brachos and the Rishonim, their debate, what is the exact year? So what is the language we use? Is it the same in the morning and the same at night? Ashkenazim, paskim it's different. In the morning we say, Ava Rabba. momentarily we'll David in Marv, and at night we say, Avasolam. So why is it some say the same, why is it some do differently? The Grah in his Haggadah, it's very uh, timely, on uh, his interpretation of the paragraph of Vahisha Amda, the Grah says the distinction is the following. In the morning we wake up and we have a clarity and an optimism and a faith in the morning, we wake up with a sense of hope, the promise of a great day that'll be filled with great love. In the morning, you wake up, and if you survive the night, if you wake up rested and ready to take on the day, you can't help but feel Hashem's Avaraba. You feel His great love burning and permeating inside. But at night, at night under the cloak of darkness, under the frigid cold of Bokeratone and March, at night when you experience the gullus, there's a sense of the exile which can bring a sense of helplessness and hopelessness, then it's not an avaraba, you're not feeling that great love, but rather it's avas olam. What you're counting on is the avas olam, the fact that Hashem has promised us that He has loved us, does love us, and will love us. The avas olam, we're tapping into His great promise of li'olam va'ed, of li'olam u'li'olme'ad, that He will love us now and forever. So when you see and when you feel, and when you're filled with hope, and optimism and positivity—it's avaraba, says the gra. But at night, at night when it becomes dark, at night when you feel the harshness of the exile, then it's not avaraba—a great love you feel—but an avas olam that we tap into and that we use to survive. The Rinus Chaim of Chaim Friedlander expands, and he says avaraba becomes avas olam even when you can't feel it. So it's the very fact that in the morning, it's the morning when we make a withdrawal from the avaraba. We feel His great love for us, that moves us, it transforms us, it reassures us. When we tap into the avaraba in the morning, and we'll speak about tomorrow night, the way that the Netziv said Ava Rabba. when you feel His love, when you feel His love in the morning, then it's able to translate to an Avas Olam. You know, parents, if parents are able to affectionately communicate their love to a child, the child continues to draw from that love, even when they're no longer with the parent physically, or even when that parent has left this world, and they're no longer able to be with that parent. But if they feel, if they successfully communicated an avaraba, a great love, then it is an avas olam, it is a love which is everlasting. So when in the morning we're invested and we feel Hashem's great love for us, even under the literal or metaphorical cloak of dark of night, we feel that avas olam, we feel his love for us. The Maharal in, in the Siva and the Siva Avoda writes that in the morning avaraba is Godel Ha'ava, and at night avas olam is Nitzchias Sa'ava. In the morning, it is speaking to the greatness, the vastness of Hashem's love for us. And then in the evening, we tap into the Nitzchius, the fact that it is eternal, it is immortal, that it is never-ending. We'll continue with this next time. But many people mistakenly think that other religions are the ones who came up with the idea that God loves you. We're supposed to love God. We'll read momentarily. We have a mitzvah to love God. Who says God loves us? Who says? He said. He said it all over Torah and Nevi'im, and we quote him as telling it to us. Av-arab, Hashem loves us. Every morning we start our day by reminding ourselves we are loved by Hashem, that God loves us, and we shouldn't allow anyone else to take this from us and make it their bumper sticker. It is absolutely our billboard and our bumper sticker.